podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. We are under 10 days away from walking in our Game Week 1 teams, descending into hell. <laughs> What's up, dude? Yeah, I mean, we're still OR1. 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 Fuck off my lawn, bitch. Yeah. Palace is in first place. We're in first place. Liverpool's in first place. Liverpool's in first place. Yeah. Mets are actual in first place. Yeah, well... We're not going to talk about the Mets on this podcast. They've been playing so Just bad saying, lately. things are happening right now. Yeah. All right, so we got budget budget guys coming up today. We're going to you know dive into the bottom of the barrel and mm-hmm. see what kind of little fishies we can find. Yep. Looking forward to it. I, this is usually, you know, this one and the last one are kind of, the premiums are kind of not that fun to me, honestly, but yeah, I'm excited to do this one. Got some... Got some saucy, saucy meatballs in here. So I'm gonna we'll lean see. heavily on you. I'm very, yeah. I want to know who you've like picked out and stuff. But before that, we should. We haven't really talked about our Patreon or Discord in oh, months. Self promotion. Yeah. So I don't know. It's good. You know, it helps support the pod. We don't do ads or any of that shit. We just purely do it off Patreon, and yeah, they support us, and we wouldn't be doing it without you guys. So you know, it's great. Yeah, it's like so difficult doing like hundreds of episodes to realize like, oh, there are yes. people who don't listen who haven't been listening to us for four yeah, five years yeah. or whatever. But yeah, like you mentioned, right? We. Obviously, we've never done an ad spot since we've started the pod, and we've you know very intentionally doing that because we think ads are fucking garbage and they make podcasts awful. So yep. you know, we also, as mentioned, right, would not be doing this without support from you guys. So we really appreciate all of you guys. You know, five bucks a month, three bucks a month, whatever you guys can help us out on. You know, keeps us going, keeps us motivated, keeps us fiery to you know look forward to next season and keep producing. Uh, pods and content for you guys so appreciate you all and yeah the discord you know as as mentioned right we kind of started slack years ago and that's always been the most exciting thing we've just kind of got this community you know that we've we've you know nurtured and cultivated you know on on for over the last handful of years and we have a lot of really cool personalities a lot of really smart people talk fpl and talk about it all kinds of other stuff you know it's it's a really diverse group and it's really fun so Jerry, if you're interested Jerry's on there yeah, if you wanna yeah. if you wanna talk to Jerry Norwich, <laughs> fucking absolute genius, my new best friend, he's on there. It's the only place you can find him, just like me. No, when, no social media, no, the future, no big deals. When there's no pandemic and we go on an FMLFL England tour and we stop in Norwich, Jerry's just VIP ticket. Just like oh he's hosting. Jerry's he's staying, actually hosting. staying in my bed with me. <laughs> We're just sharing a room. <laughs> So obviously we're referencing, if you didn't see it, Walsh did three fireside chats, one for each promoted side that came out just before we recorded this. And yeah, I mean, I think we should just fucking go on. That was a good, good job by you on the Discord. It's a great yeah. place. It's a chat room. It's a chat room. I, I need to find that clip of Nate. Fucking Nate. I think it was an IRL pod. It was. Yeah. Okay. It so would be hard to find because he's only been on like five or six. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll do that. Send the All minions right. to do that. Um, Four or five talk. goalkeepers. 
Let's talk four or five goalkeepers. Let's get stuck right in there. All right. Start from the top. Just sorting my price. We got Raya. Benford. Yeah. What are you thinking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Brentford are going to maybe, along with Norwich, be bottom of the barrel here with clean sheets this season. It just doesn't seem likely that they're going to be able to keep anyone out, really, through a 90-minute span of time. Right. Based on how I'm anticipating them playing, you know, Keeping possession, keeping on the ground, you know, it's it's nice, and I'm sure it'll be playing attractive. Out the back. Yeah, playing out the back, you know, yeah. So, I, I'm I think Raya is sort of like no worse than like the Norwich keeper, like Kroll or something, because you know he's he's probably going to be good on bonus points if they ever do keep a clean sheet. Should get some saves. You know, keeps you know keeps that that pass completion bonus point thingy mabob bps up but seems like a pretty bad option to me <clears throat> yeah that's the one thing i was going to say about him that's probably good is that in the meslier way he should just default be really good on bones because their defenders won't be and he's going to get a lot of saves and he's always going to hit pass completion because they play out the back in a similar style but yeah, I don't really like him, and I don't really like Cruel. I mean, it was interesting that Jer- speaking of Jerry shouted "Gun yeah, 4-0, I backup thought that was interesting. For Cruel well. is yeah. like, yeah, because everyone's just default Bachman Foster, but like, I don't know if Cruel gets hurt every season and misses like double digit games, and you're gonna get that from your four zero. That seems worth it. Yeah. Well, I think I mean if you're gonna do a Bachman Foster job, I think you'd still rather have the backup because you want that team. But the if injury, you're getting, yeah. if you're going like Guaita or you know a five zero where there's a four five backup, and you're looking for just a complete rando four zero backup, I, right, I think right. the gun shout. Based on what Jerry was saying about Kroll's, you know, fragility makes a lot of sense for yeah, sure. Yeah, just like, he's like um, he's like the best neutral four zero, but yeah. not the best like pairing. Pairing, necessarily. right? Exactly. Yeah. So Sanchez is next, and he's yeah, he's, he's a fucking guy. Twenty four percent owned. Yeah, it's probably only going up at this point. Well, he is a little bit nick, a little bit nicked. I yeah, think. what's going on with that? I, I saw know, some I mean, rumors. Yeah, I don't I, know I, if it's there's. Real. It seems like he's it should be fine, but I mean, he's not, not a little bit something to is think about. A little bit not fine. But assuming he's going to be okay in a couple of weeks' time, I mean, he's four or five. They have the fixtures to open at Burnley, home Watford, home Everton, at Breton. We're probably, you know, looking at wild carding there and around. They they still have good fixtures, game week six, seven, eight, you know, six, eight, whatever. They have good fixtures. Finish the season with very good underlying, you know, more or less all season, but good underlying stats. And, and yeah. he was good eye tests, you know, all the yeah, things. He was good. What do you think? I mean, I mean he seems like the no-brainer, he's you know, the four no-brainer, or five. I think. Yeah. I mean, he's... Yeah, I mean, yeah, he is the no-brainer for a reason. I mean, everyone made fun of Brighton all season last season, including us, deservedly so, you know, that this is fine, XG meme and all that shit. But in actuality, they were a really tough defensive team. I mean, even in the games where they didn't keep cleans, which were a lot, they were tough to break down and they rarely got blown away. So, you know, just a little more defensive luck in their favor, you'd expect him to maybe 
exceed that number of cleans. And he wasn't even starting from the beginning of the season. Still hit 10 cleans. Um, his underlying bones are really good. He, you know, speaking of pass completion and the way Brighton play, he always hits that number. So I think that kind of buoys him. But he didn't keep a lot of, he didn't get a lot of bonus. He didn't get year. a lot of bonus. I don't really know why. I mean, I, I'd have to look further into yeah. that. Maybe and he had I will 10, do this 10 cleans. Eight total bonus points. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, he's averaging under a bonus point, a clean. I think it's just because they don't concede shots. And yeah. so he gets, like, nothing he's not else. He's just yeah. not getting saves or anything. Yeah, um, yeah so I mean, those saves add up. Like, it's two yeah. per one. So, I mean, you make four saves, five saves. That's eight, ten. But that's so much. Yeah, yeah and, then, and he's usually making games, one, maybe two. That's what I was going to say. Even the games where they, like, concede two goals, right. it's, like, two shots on target right. type of game. It's not like they're getting, like, pounded, so... Yeah, like when they played us and we fucked them. Yeah, didn't you get zero shots, right? Yeah, the just the penal. <laughs> and then the next day, the Mateta goal where we like oh, had, back, I yeah. think, yeah, yeah. We, I think we had one or two shots one on target, shots, like yeah. scored on like both of them. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, amazing. you know, that's why, and I totally understand it, but I don't, I don't know. I, the upside does seem a little bit low to me because he doesn't actually get any of the bonus and he doesn't get saves and it's yeah. that six or two thing but it's sort of similar to what we talked about last pod with henderson it's like yeah but if he gets like 14 cleans uh, and he's four or five like yeah. that's really good i think the difference is when i'm looking at the four or five like i want to have a 150 point like potential from the goalie and i don't know if if bobby sanch has that because yeah if he doesn't make the saves throughout the season, which, you know, as we know, add up a lot, right? I mean, he had yep. 66 saves. He's like, he plays on fucking Man City. Yeah. And, you know, they had 10 clean sheets. He didn't play. So, I mean... Dude, Ederson had exactly 66 saves. Yeah, I mean, he that's played an extra thousand twisted. minutes or whatever. Yeah, he, but, did, he did, but that's weird. I mean, if, what are we, what are we... Do we really think they're going to have more than, like, 12 cleans? I mean, yeah. I, I think I do. Really? But more the, than the, 12? That's, like... A lot. Yeah, I mean, he got ten in two thirds you know, of the but season. I, th- I feel like they're gonna regress a little bit. I feel like they were just it's they can't bright, like they're, regress. Well, I don't they, think. they well they they lost Ben White. Okay, that's, and that's a significant thing. Like if you no not right. Just no. I meant just get get just worse. I think they're going to be worse. That's yeah, be totally. Worse, I'm sorry. That's totally something that is possible that I feel and, I mean, like we people just haven't watched, entertained. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we just watched them all year, like barely stay up. And yeah. all we saw them do all year was like play great football and create not a yeah. lot of chances and not score a lot of goals and, yeah. you know, barely eke through games. And, you know, it was kind of stodgy. So yeah. is he going to do the same exact thing and just hope that the bad finishers are continuing or like better now? I don't know. I mean, Neil, they still have the same like Neil Trossard. I mean, they, it's not like yeah. they have all these new guys. I mean, they have that new winger. Yeah. yeah. But. but no, I don't know. Yeah, losing White. I mean, you. I feel like they have to spend that money, right? I mean, when's the next? I don't know when's what the last time doing. Brighton got fifty mil? I don't know. They put it on their fucking American Express card points. Ride a seagull to work. Yeah, right? I, could, but, I could do some shit with it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that is definitely a shout that they could just be worse. I mean, yeah. Lamptey is already hurt. Dunks already hurt. They sold White. 
Webster hasn't played. I mean, Webster and Dunker are supposed to be ready for Game of Thrones, but I mean, they still haven't played preseason yet. Yeah, I'm supposed to do a lot of things, but you know, <laughs> I don't do all of them. <laughs> okay. And if I if I had toe surgery, I certainly wouldn't do all of them. All right. Saying. So we're basically pretty lukewarm on. I think our gut is cold, but we acknowledge the fact that he's an obvious well, decent pick. I mean, I think the other thing, too, that we talk about all the time is that they have all these four or five options in defense. They have Veltman's there and, yeah. you know, whatever else, Webster, whoever the fuck, right? And I certainly don't view this team as a defense that I want more than one share of starting the season. Like, unless if it's like, okay, yep, they're doing the same thing. They have good yeah. fixtures. I would have, but for right now, I don't. And when you when I look at these four or five goalkeepers, which is kind of where I'm mainly shopping, and I do want the guys that get saves that, you know, I want the guys yeah. that have the, you know, nine, 10 point potential when they do have the clean sheets. And I just don't see Sanchez as one. So I kind of have been preferring a four or five defender to him, which has also kept him out of my team. So right. I don't know if other people are like that, well, yeah, or what, but just my saying through my reasoning there. And the reason that I compared it to our Hendo talk last week is that it's also just personal preference where I don't like a keeper that gets only two or six. I like having the four pointers. I like having the occasional eight, nine pointers, like the upside. Yeah. I mean, I have to Even, say with you, yeah. there are very, it's very <laughs> rare. Well, no, no, not rare. It's just very weird to me how many times your goalkeeper in fantasy concedes whenever and you track the saves like very closely. <laughs> Yeah, like it's oh, like yeah. last year with Emmy. It's like, oh, like was that a save? Like, do you yeah. get a save? Oh, a save? It, I <laughs> and I'm love just it. like watching. I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know if he gets two or three points. Like, who gives the shit? I love but it. You're part you of the experience for me. It's, yeah. So that's and that speaks to the two and six. You know, yeah. that's not your guy. So. Not my guy. So right. that's a thing. Okay. Um, we got Guaita slash Butland. I don't. I don't know why Butland's four or five. I mean, there's no way, yeah. right? I think they they did a really strange making a really strange like concerted effort to not have four O starters. It seems like they priced pretty much all the backups at four or five. But I mean, Butland's obviously a million percent of backup. But Guaita, yeah, I mean, interesting kind of player in terms of you know was really good under bonus points under Woy is a very good goalkeeper. Yep. Also is a little bit fragile, you know, misses a couple games here and there, which, you know, you don't like to see, but you know, we have the new manager, so it's really difficult to project out, you know, are we going to have, are we going to be a kind of team that lets up a lot of shots, lets up a lot of big chances, you know, are we going to be, I don't know. We just have no idea. So all of those unknowns are, especially we have like a new spine. I feel like it's just not a very good pick. Plus we have really, really bad fixtures to start off with from a clean sheet perspective. So maybe one for the future, you know, maybe someone like in the winter or spring when we, you know, if we're playing well, you know, wholesale, then maybe he's a good pick, but because he, he is not usually like four or five. He's never been been five. Yeah. Yeah, He was a couple years ago. Yeah. He's been five the last two seasons and, Yeah, I don't know. Do you see anything with with no, Kaito? Easy, easy wait and see. It's just, easy wait and see. Right. Palace just says it's not only the new manager; it's just huge turnover in the squad. Yeah, like unprecedented, really. The turnover yeah. in the squad. Yeah, just, I mean, uh, yeah, we 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 are gonna we'll have a handful of new faces. Yeah, we'll see what's up. So uh, let's let's go to Newcastle. So we yeah. we have a mess there, right? We know that absolute the, fucking absolute fuck fuck fest. <laughs> I mean, Woodman, Mister Ladman, who is a absolute cult hero, legend in the FML <laughs> PL community, in our lore. He's, 
in our lore. He's just like prosciutto face Bob, who's at yes. at twatty, but yeah, okay, um, okay. he's not in the game yet because you know why would he be? I think it's actually we don't know if he's like in the squad or something. But Darlo has long COVID, like in and out of the hospital. Sounds bleak. Dubrovka foot toe fuck i don't know he's he's, he's pretty fucked the last i saw dinner he post was like till the international break so a few weeks at least at least a few weeks woodman's good are well, you interested or is if, it just too much of a mess oh yeah well, you know duh. okay yeah but, but i don't think that's gonna happen i don't think it's gonna be so i'm probably not gonna go there because it's just a bunch of short-term messes it's short-term until- also I don't know if he's actually good. He's just part of the Dude, lore. No, I'm just saying he's part of the lore. Like he's so good. Darlo Dubrovka have like single handedly gotten Newcastle cleans before with like gotten just, them points. Yeah, just like eleven saves, mega insane. So imagine how many Woodman's gonna get. I'm just not sure. You know, okay. if the wood is equal to the man or not. Okay. So, I don't uh, like what you're saying, but I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Um, both the fucking Southampton fucks are four or five. I mean, don't care. they I'm can not fucking die in a fire. Can we just? Oh, what do we got here? Slight tangent on just yeah. like what the fuck are Southampton up to? Oh come on, we have so much time for Southampton. Let's not waste it all okay. on the fucking Forrester, Pong good. man, and McCarthy. Okay. Yeah, I just so I mean their whole squad. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. So we save the best for last. Bachman, Bachman, gotta listen to Bachman. Bachman Foster, easy four five four zero dream combo, yeah. pen saving machine. You know Watford after, is it Cisco? It's like six. Cisco. After Cisco came in, they just kept cleans for fucking fun in the championship. End of the season with a better defensive record than recently promoted Leeds, recently promoted Chef U. Thirty goals conceded on the season. Absolutely yeah. ridiculous numbers. <laughs> Yeah, He's yeah. Dead. I mean, I I do feel like I I found this combo. I mean, a, a couple a week or two ago, we were talking about it. Yeah, and it's yeah, it was definitely reinforced when I was talking to to Brad Lad. Yeah, it just feels like a really nice you know eight five pair, and it's it's also finally the the promoted goalkeeper I've never done that I've talked about for years. Yeah, yeah I've never done it. Yeah, I feel like this is the this is it, and. Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously expect Watford to, you know, have little bits of wobbles here and there, right. but they they do have, you know, good good fixtures. And I'm, I mean, the most concerning thing to me about the team is the midfield three because it's going to undergo some big changes. So yeah, I'm just I don't and definitely. I don't really know anything about the manager. Is he going to be able to, you know, no, get... No one does. He's yeah, barely managed. He's barely yeah. managed, yeah. I mean, is he going to be able to get the same kind of song out of new players that he was doing... With the with the last group, because you know, as we know, in that four three three system, the midfield three, that engine room is and the balance is the most really most important thing about keeping the clean sheets and keeping them, you know, them out of the danger areas. So, I don't know, but you know, Villa, Brighton, Spurs, you know, you could have an easier opening three, but then it yeah. goes Wolves, Norwich, Newcastle, you know, two three cleans in that opening six. I could I could see that. Yeah, and, I I don't even really give a shit about the fixtures when it comes to keepers also. It's like the position I care least yeah. about. Well, I'm just saying that because expecting to wild card, you yeah. know? I mean, yeah. am I going to hold nerve if it's like, oh, wow, they fucking sucked ass, you know? Right, like, and right. then I'm going to feel like an idiot because I could have played fixtures with someone else, which I 
do pretty much every year. But right. yeah, I don't know. It feels like a decent, you know, decent spot to to roll the dice on and gamble because you know Bachman could be kind of like a John Stoney guy, but not on the worst team of the gonna, year on the yeah, season. I was gonna comp him to John Stone. I mean, John yeah. Stone finished sixth overall in keeper. Sixth, points. yeah, and you know you would never expect that last year because. He was so bad at the first, like, third marker yeah. of the year, but he had so many big hauls in the second half. And, and he only kept six cleans. Like, that's yeah, you, very important to me, that someone who only keeps six cleans can still finish sixth overall in keepers. Yeah, because, a, a pen save here or there. You yeah, know, he, and he was getting there. bonus points on non-clean games, too. Yeah, he got bonus points, which that's the one thing, like, we can't really be sure about. I mean, I expect Buckman to get a lot of saves, and apparently he's really good at pen saves, but I don't. I assume they won't ever hit the pass completion. I assume they're not a team that plays well, at the back. But I, and hopefully, I don't but hopefully know. none of them do. Right. You know, so he yeah. could be like a Pope, you know, how Pope right, right, bosses. Right. You know, that's or what I'm hoping Johnson, for. Probably. I mean, sure. I doubt he was yeah. hitting the pass completion. Yeah. It was just the team wasn't. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the upside is, you know, Johnson hit 140. He played every fucking game except yeah. the one week I had him or yeah. something. And, yeah, I I like it, and and it's super safe with the four zero backup. Is so yeah. nice. Yeah, how how like set are you on that pair right now? Like thinking about you know deadline and two Fridays. I tinkered a ton before last pod. Yeah, but into this pod, I have not tinkered nearly as much. So I wouldn't say I'm set with like anything that much because I didn't spend the time thinking about it this week. But it's it's <laughs> what I have in right now. Um, especially after listening to Bradley's thing, I was just like, yeah, this is good. Like Bachman's good. This just feels good. So I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. 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 What about you? Are you locked into that? You think definitely not locked in. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still toying with five O's. I'm still toying with Meslier. That's a, if, if I go for five, he's going to be the guy, but I'm not like completely ruling out, you know, pumping up. Yeah, half mil to go you to like a five Hendo. million guy. Yeah. Well, Hendo seems like he's going to be out to yeah, start the is, season. He's kind of hurt. He has a hip yeah. thing or something. Yeah, I don't know exactly what, but I mean, I'm not. Yeah, Meslier, I'm not completely out on because I, I feel like he's he's a guy that you know could improve. We've talked about him a lot, so he's someone I'm still looking at. But I would have to come at the cost of probably Rafinha, which I don't love. But there yeah. are some some sexy little cheaper mids that I'm you know, interested in. So I'm not sure about that one. Yet, yeah. But we'll see. We'll Tough see. Call. Tough call. All right. Let's move to defense. Yeah. There's so many. So just do it by team, right? Like we did. Yeah. The other yeah. pods. Um, so Arsenal. Yeah. Million guys. Cedric, Mari, Chambo, Cola, Holdinho, White, Tavares. Yeah. I mean, Ben White is like a ridiculously good option. I, I feel like he's like, by a lot the best four or five. You know, maybe you could talk to me about Ailing being a little yeah. bit better, but I feel like Arsenal without Europa, without anything, is gonna be a better clean sheet outfit than Leeds. I just I just believe that in yeah. my in my Well heart. yeah, the the counter is that like he offers nothing attacking and yeah. wasn't good on Bones with Brighton, maybe he'll he'll be good on Arsenal. Yeah, we don't know. But- you know, that's that's the limiting feature. But yeah, I mean in terms of like four or five nailed on Arsenal who are set up pretty defensively and keep decent amount of cleans, like it's good to go, you know? Yeah. Does he really fit? Like I feel like he's yeah. just such a steady, mm-hmm. safe guy to just be relying reliant on. And yeah. you know, even in a bad fixture, you know, they don't 
play open against the top six. Yep. I just think that he's a ridiculously good pick. And, you know, I also do want to spend a few minutes on Callum Chambers. He I mean, might it looks play right back. Yeah. I mean, it looks like things with Bellerin are still up in the air. You know, yeah. we, we have a little while till the window shuts, but yeah. you know, that's been, you know, an on and off again, love affair for a while, but Chambo, you know, watching him play, Throughout the years, you know, we've seen a lot of ups and downs from him, but when he's in and around the box and in the final third, he's a handful, you know? I mean, he's as uncoordinated for so long, so long in and out of the league <laughs> on so many different teams, like he so just sees, but dude, he's got like half yeah. volleys in him and shit. Yeah, he like, does. he, he does. does, he's he's just he's he's not the fastest, not no. the most skillful, you he know, not a graceful, graceful, yeah. yeah, he looks like a fucking doofus, but. Yeah, he he gets assists like he yeah like for the amount of minutes he plays, which is very few. He he gets regular attacking returns. Yeah, and you know especially since most of his minutes to date have come at center back, where you know his opportunities are at right back. Yeah, I don't know. I think you know if if he can fit there and they can you know cover for him in in the in the ways that they need to based on his limitations right. of pace. I feel like he's just someone to just fight because obviously Cedric is no favorite of Arteta's. He was playing fucking Shaka reverse out of position left back <laughs> last year instead of giving Cedric a, like a natural pl- run uh, in his own fucking spot or whatever. So yeah. I feel like Chambers is is definitely someone to just keep in mind. And then, I mean, they still also have the whole Dino. I, so basically, what we're we're looking at here is you could have possibly two four or five Arsenal defenders. Yeah. Well, Which and Chambo, I just wanted to add on. He started eight games from gaming twenty seven on. Yeah, he like was at the in. end, he went yeah, he on was, a run and yeah. like added a lot of attacking stuff. And you know, yeah. I mean, I, I just know. feel like this team is holding the guy. You think? I mean, Nate would know better than me. I don't keep my nose to the ground so much, but yeah, I mean, because they sure. still have Mari, they still have uh, Gabrielle. I mean, they still have center backs there. Yeah. But I, so I don't know. To but I'm me, just, it's Gabrielle. Like, that's uh, what but my he's, gut says. Yeah, but at the other side of the coin, you know, end of season last, you know, he fell off yeah. a fucking cliff. He yeah. couldn't get near the side. So yeah. either way, you know, it looks likely that we're going to have two. I mean, they only have three, five million defenders. Tierney, Gabrielle, and Bellerin. Everyone else is four or five. So yeah. unless if all three of them are playing, which, I mean, Tierney playing right. all the time is hilarious. So, yeah. I mean, if we're going to have two, four or five Arsenal defenders... I feel like that's just like a really interesting thing because you could save a lot with that. And I just feel like Arsenal without any distractions and having Arteta being able to be like, we have this job on Sunday and that's all we do all week is going to make a big difference. I just feel like they're going to do really well. Yeah, I'm concerned concerned about Partey injury. Um, I'm concerned if Shaka goes. I know Shaka's like a meme, but he's been really fucking good under Arteta and they don't really have a replacement. Um. Yeah. So I'm concerned about those two things, and then I'm also just like I don't want two Arsenal defenders going into away Brentford, home Chelsea, yeah. away City. No, and maybe but you know I'm maybe not really talking about later. after international break. Yeah. I'm like, okay, this is the good run. We double up or something. Exactly. Like that. Yeah, I just think you know definitely not for game like one because of those two and three yeah. really tough games. But I think in just moving forward, it's just an interesting thing, and I'm sure we'll revisit this in the future. But even away Brentford is it's. Arsenal could score five, but I don't really expect it clean in Brentford's first home Premier League yeah. match in 
50 years or whatever the fuck, you know? Yeah, like, you'd think that they would be pushing be hard. Pretty turned up. Yeah, yeah, they would be pushing hard for a goal. I mean, I, I think, you know, if you can, you know, bench white game week one is what yeah, you want yeah, to yeah. do. I think so. Yeah. And um, game week two and three. So maybe he's, he's not a guy. Good to he's start a guy. That, speaking of like my, my little quirks, like benching a guy like Ben White who has actually zero attacking potential whatsoever is so comfy. It's like you just have to bench a clean sheet. There's no. Fear yeah. of like he fucking dunk scores his one goal against Chelsea and you're fucking raging because he's on your bench. It's like nah, White is just yeah. nah. You're good. Classic two, yeah. just a two simple two pointer. Yeah, lunch pail. Yeah. Um. So speaking uh, of Brentford, they're yeah. all four or five. Yeah, I don't think there's really anything interesting to talk about here. Do you? Nope. I mean, Henry. Henry is one, I guess, that you you know we could throw out because. You know, as as we talked about with Billy, I mean, if they are going three at the back and they're going to have some type of little wing back situation, I mean, it, yeah. could, it could be Henry, you know, playing yeah. a little bit out of position. So that's something to keep a loose eye on. But, you know, with, with the clean sheets that we're expecting, you know, in that six region, you know, you probably don't want to have a defender from, Brent, from Brenton. It's similar to like the start of last season with Leeds guys where it's like, yeah. I'm good. And then we found out that leads are actually good and like viable and have options. And then we get right. them, but like, I don't want to start with them. Right. Um, so next there's Loten and Taylor on Burnley, which uh, we kind of mentioned on last pod when we were talking about me and Tarkovsky, but I mean, they're, they're always going to be solid picks, right? Yeah. It's just they're a matter of picks. Yeah, and it's a matter of rotating them. Like you, you absolutely have to view Burnley at a, in a rotational kind of standpoint. Yes. So, yes. which makes them difficult in game week one to start with. When you know they have home Brighton, great game week one fixture, but then it's Liverpool, Leeds, Everton, Arsenal, Leicester. Yeah, so they I'm sure they'll keep Bright, one Bright, clean in those five. But Brighton you know which Everton one? Who knows? Are pretty good, and the others are tough. Yeah, yeah, and even at Everton at Goodison, I'm just like I, I don't usually like starting a bottom. You know, even though they have have their struggles at home, it just it still doesn't feel yeah. to me like a, a place I want to target and rotate. But right. yeah, I you know I think we're gonna all own either one, if not both, at some point. Loten and Taylor. You know, I mean, they're just. Four or five, that yeah. team's going to be reliable and they're going to be good picks. They are good picks. They just don't have good fixtures good to start pick. with. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. They're just good picks. There's not that much more to say about them. And then uh, Brighton. So Brighton, we mentioned earlier, have some four or five guys. It's it's Byrne, Webster, Veltman. I mean, Veltman and Webster are the two that, that stand out. What are you thinking? I mean, I have Veltman in right now. I don't what know. Do you, what do you think? Are you thinking about steering clear? I mean, they start with Burnley and Watford, Everton, Brenham first four. That's so hard to to not have a piece of because they could legit clean all four. Well, I wouldn't go that far, but you know, two or three is is reasonable. I expect two, and they have upside of three and four. I think. Yeah, when Sanchez is a quarter owned, you know, it does feel good to just have a piece because of the fixtures. And yeah, I haven't put the work in to figure out like who's starting. I honestly thought that Dunk was more fucked than what you're telling me. but Yeah, no, I think Dunk's going to be good gimmick one. Okay, so if they're going to be good and just their normal back four without White... I mean, White White half the time played midfield DM, anyway, yeah. so whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I don't feel strongly like... 
any of these guys over one of the others, right? I mean, they, they don't really... Unless Feldman plays out wide, which he might play right back because well, he has, is yeah. fucked. And he has been doing then a little bit. When he plays wide, he has some attacking prowess. Like, he yeah. actually gets forward and can assist. So, yeah. he, off the top of my head, he's kind of my favorite of the crew. He also um, gave you a 10-point cap last year. You can't I forget that. I did not forget that. All right. I will not forget that. Um, <laughs> I like a Joel. But, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, so I guess Veltman's my answer. But okay. I don't feel particularly strongly about any of these guys over one or the other. Like, why are you on Webster over I'm, the I'm on Veltman. Oh, why? Oh, you're on Veltman. Yeah. Yeah, I think for reason, mainly basically. the reasons you said. And yeah, and I, I mean, I feel like Webster in general is just a bit of a dunk in the in the box. And I don't know. I just feel like Veltman's like a little bit classier and has a little bit of, you know, positional flexibility where he right. might play out wide and, you know, a little bit better they're, chance of attacking. Basically the same, the same. on yeah, baseline they're... bones. Okay. Which means the guy with attacking potential will absolutely destroy him if he gets anything. Like he's just going to. Yeah. If he has like four crosses, bones. then he's going to. It's just like do the thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just like Veltman more. I don't know. I yeah. just I feel like he's a good a good good tidy player, and Webster yeah. always kind of like bugs me a little bit. So that's yeah, that's it. all I got. But that's I'm I mean I, I yeah but, I mean I'm sh- I'm sure I'm gonna have one of these guys gimmick one because it just feels like pretty obvious. Yeah, uh, this pod's gonna really fucking make me rethink Sanchez and Double Brighton and shit like that. But yeah, um, Palace are next. So aforementioned. So many changes. I mean, half the back lines change, the midfields change. Yeah. Well, literally only the half the back three. line because, you know, we, yeah, we're going to have the same four Mitchell, right? Yeah, it should be. And right. I mean, we have Guahi and, which I don't know how to say his name, and Anderson from Fulham, who we all know is yeah. obviously a very good player. Again, wait and see. You know, I mean, it's yeah. nice that they're all four or five. Um, and they're all fucking like, they're good. Like Palace are doing a great job. Yeah. There's just so many other X factors. It's not worth starting yeah. with. Yeah. I, and the thing too is, I mean, we have in theory, like a really good midfield three, like balance. I feel what like he's going to be able to figure it. I mean, we have Gallagher's a fucking shoe in. You, you love him. Yeah. I love him. Yeah, I think I he's a really, really good player. Um, and then, I mean, Kuyate, I think is going to be able to get in there somewhere. And then it's going to be, you know, Schlupp, Maka, you know, I, I mean, I mean th- I there's a... Kuyate is like the DM probably. Yeah, right? probably will be sitting a little more. His passing's yeah. not as good, but yeah. he is really mobile. You know, I mean, yeah, he, he, really he recovers well and he's really good at making tackles when he's out of position. I, I mean, I just, I feel like what, basically what I'm trying to say is I, I feel like all of a sudden with Gallagher in, we have the midfield three, that's going to be good enough to be able to actually shield really well mm. and, you know, break play up very well. And, yeah. you know, if we're going to be looking at having two center backs who are both very mobile, very good at turning, like just very good and agile, I feel like we could, do some clean sheet things this season. Yeah. It's just going to depend on how, you know, the outfit gels and meshes, right. you know, and how fast that's and, or how slow that is. That and also makes. he's like talking up like a more attacking football, blah, blah, blah. Right. So maybe which is, he just yeah. won't value clean sheets. Yeah. Which, which I mean, okay. it could, which could be, you know, we play like Brentford, but with like better players in eight of the positions. Right. Right. right which right, is right. sort of what 
sounds like could happen, but we just don't know yet. Yeah. So yeah. I think, you know, there, it's interesting Monitor. that we have four, four or five backline options and, you know, one of them could, or two of them, you know, they, they could be good, but I think right now, yeah, it's, it's just the way it's it, fucking fucked up that they put Ferguson at four or five. Nathan, for, dude, he's not even real. He's good by me. I know. But they priced him up. I know. It's, that's he's, ridiculous. That guy, he needs to be 4-0 for life. Yeah. Like, 4-0 red flag for life. What do you, There's no so other what way. do you think What do you think Martin Kelly gets treated like in the locker room there? Only 4-0. <laughs> the lone 4-0. They must make so much fun of him. And he played. He played one minute Dude, last season. Ja- Jack, Jack, <laughs> whatever I, this fucking Polish guy's called. Yak. <laughs> he's like not even a player. Yeah, he's a yak back, and he, he's even four or five. Yeah, it's very rude. It's rough, I, I rough. All it. right. Um, uh, let's see what else. Colgate's four or five. We we kind of mentioned him last week. He yeah. might play TBD. Just TBD. if he plays, he's going to be a really good. Yeah, fan. if he plays, he's going to be one of the best four just, fives of the season. I think he's so bad, and they have multiple center backs that are better than him. And it, you know, I just feel like Rafa's not going to cop to that. I think he's got a lot of talent, but he's just too much of a wild card for like a conservative yeah. manager who wants he's, consistency. Yeah, I he's mean, he's like Davinson free. Sanchez, yes, or something. Yes, he's just exactly. A- Bad player. <laughs> uh, Lester have Fafana, which we yeah. definitely need to talk about, and then Luke Thomas, which we don't need to talk about. Um, Fafana's been doing my head in pretty well so far. I, I'm cooking, kind cooking of it. just staying away. It's on yeah. what we talked about last week, where just no one knows. Yeah, no, it's just we don't like know last year. Shit. Last year, Justin, just stay away. Ugh. Well, Fafana was so bad for me last year. Yes, that's Absolute true. Disaster class. You have subbed previous. off at halftime and all that shit. Yeah. Just everything. You have previous with him. Yeah, I mean, Evans. Evans is possibly like an issue, though. What do you mean? Because Evans is not going to be fit for game week one. I didn't and know that. yeah, I mean, Broad said mentioned something in a in a presser after the game, other game that like they might have to buy a center back. Really. Yeah, like I don't think to you know a first choice center no, back, no, but just no. like another head in the stable. Well, if I don't know. I mean, and Fofana has been like man of the matching his life away in preseason. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm kind of back him. in I rate on him. him highly. It's nothing to do with him. It's more to do with just like don't know the system. Don't know if he's nailed. He seemed to be the first guy subbed in every game I owned him last season, which was really annoying. Yeah. Um, yeah. No attacking threat. No attacking threat whatsoever. And I, mean, I mean, Lester he had like one bullet header off the bar or something yeah. like that. But Lester are also like underratedly sort of a trap defensive like team in FPL because we think that they're. I mean, because they finish in like the top five every season, that they're just a really good team, and they are. But their clean sheet numbers have, ever since, like, really their, like, title... I mean, they've got 11, 13, 10 in the last three seasons. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, it's fine. It's like not, if you're, it's not it's, as good I, ex- I expect Brighton to out-clean them. Yeah, like, I was just thinking about Brighton. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's not, you know, incredible. So you're certainly not going to be, you know, if you, if you give Fofana a miss, you're not going to be, you know... Yeah, you're not going to get crushed Fucking by yourself. Yeah. yeah, you're definitely not. But at the same time, you know, he is a gamble that, you know, if he is 4-5, or five, he's, you know, shouldn't be 4. There shouldn't be a 4-5 or five player on Leicester's defense, probably. Yeah, yeah. And he's 4-5, so. He's second highest 
to Ndini, who's first in baseline bones last season. That's pretty, pretty good. Pretty fucking surprising, to they be honest. They just score so many goals that it's hard for him. Like, he didn't... Well, and he, he has five. no attacking or anything. But, yeah. like, if he were to play more minutes, that would surely help his... Co- if he... If, I mean, he's so young, right? He's so raw. Yeah. Like, if he can play yeah. more minutes, get less yellow cards, he got seven in 2,200 minutes. Yeah. He could all of a sudden, like, start gobbling up some bones and be, like, a legit, really good yeah. pick. But Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have him in my, my draft right now still. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to make the cut at the end of the day. but I'm not sure. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Um, Leeds, so... Ailing, Ailing all hasn't, the center hasn't left any of my tinkers. Yeah, me me as well. Ailing's about as nailed as they come in my team, even yeah. though they do have United and Everton first two. I mean, United obviously is going to be benched. My plan is sort of, but, you know, Leeds, yeah. I mean, it, it kind of goes off what we've been talking about yeah. over the previous pods about Leeds, right? I mean, what, what do you want to say about Ailing? I think you like him a little bit more than I do. No, just attacking intent, under on XG, under on XA last season, which are pretty random. You know, plays every minute. He played half the season at center back, which really hurt his attacking intent also. Um, really good on bones, or baseline bones, I should say. You know, he just has potential to just, you know, keep a good number oh. of cleans, play every game. He got two bonus points last season. He could yeah, get I mean, for 12 this year, and that's huge, you know? like Yeah, I mean, for someone whose goal and assist total was zero plus zero equals zero... ICT rank for defenders influence number one 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 very influential not two not ten not thirteen one we need to get so, spon- the one sponsor we would accept is ICT yeah that's true <laughs> <laughs> all right you so, ICT yeah you know me yeah. um good pick yeah he's just a really good pick yeah they're, okay. they're a really good team he's a really good pick Newcastle um is Mankio? No. Why? I don't think he hasn't played a minute in preseason. I don't even know if he's there. He's in the game. No, he's in the game, but I don't know if he's actually like in the group with the men in Newcastle. Maybe he's back on Liverpool. That's <laughs> yeah, possible. No, I don't think he's a four zero thing. But okay. they do I saw have that a lot. When of... I was prepping for today, and I was like, "Wait, yeah. why is he four no. zero? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like either way, why is he four zero? He should be four five. He played." You know, a thousand minutes last season. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Doesn't matter. But they do have a lot of four or five options. Yeah, um, someone could emerge. I mean, we know Bruce Ball plays for Bruce Ball. You know, yeah, but it, before I they have hit forty points, I have Richie. So you know, why would I? Why would I go down to a, a shitty ass four or five who doesn't get hey. attack returns and take pens sometimes and shit? When you could get, I've Richie. been playing around a little bit with Char. Always like Char. I love him. I, I like Char. I actually like like. Most of their back line. Like, I yeah, like Shaw, I like Kieran, I like Fedfern, I like Richie. Yeah. That's it. I yeah, hate Dummett. I mean, Kraft, I hate Dummett, Mankio, three headed disaster class yeah. at right back. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, Norwich, okay. I think we could probably go through that. I mean, Southampton do have, you know, better Salisu. For as much as of a kind of a, like a running joke they are, they they do keep a handful of cleans every season. I don't know. Yeah, they keep some cleans, but nothing you're really going to be targeting. I guess if they do have like a nice real little mini purple patch window of fixtures where you need them yeah. for a little bit, you could go there. But I mean, I like Vesti a lot, but he's five. He's five. You can't go there. Five. Yeah. Yeah, I, I assume it's going to be Bednarik because he 
has been the guy, but Salisu has shown us some stuff in games he's played. He, he's he's been very lively and stuff. So I don't know. Yeah, he's I'm a little like, bit of a erratic boy, though. Yeah, yeah. But very boys nervy. turn into men sometimes. That's true. Very yeah. good, Alon. Yeah. Um, Spurs. Spurs have a bunch of four fives. Decorous said our Spurs assets being overlooked in defense with Reguilon at five, looking very attacking, and all their center backs coming in at four or five. Um, so they're going to be getting this Romero character in. Yeah. So they're going to be. He's going to be five, I bet. Yeah. So they're going to have only one, you know, four or five center back. I guess the question for us is is that player going to emerge or is it going to be, you know, a stable of fuck? We don't know. So yeah, we don't know. You know, you probably just want to stay away to start off with, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's. I yeah. think the answer to his question is yes, but we don't know which asset yet. Yeah. Right? Because yeah, I, I mean, trust Nuno is going to make them defensive and they're going to keep cleans. I just don't know who the guy's going to be. Yeah. But, I mean, assuming a fourth A player steps forward and is yeah. in the starting lineup, that yeah. pick will be really good. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, Wat- so Watford, a lot of names, obviously. Watford, a yeah, lot entire, of players. Entire back lines, 4-5 as yeah. well. That, they if, just did that. I like they just do that for all the promoted Yeah, sides. it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, Femenia. Yeah, Kiko's legit. Yeah, he I, got. I like Kiko. Yeah, he. I mean, I, I don't know the set pieces like recently, but he took some set pieces from them that were up last time, and he just whips a good ball in. And yeah, yeah four or five. I mean, he only had you know doesn't have a lot of assists in, in the division, and I think only only had a few last year. But he over. I think he's just he's good. I think he's just good. So he had four if I were last a, year in three thousand minutes. Yeah, four. I mean, it's not 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 fantastic, but no. You know, if you're gonna, if you want a Watford defender and you like the way they rotate, whatever you're doing with your things, I think yeah, Femeni is probably my pick. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. I yeah. mean, the, uh, clearly, we're into them and sold by Bradley and sold by their numbers and stuff. Like, there's potential for a double up. I don't know, Bachman and one or something. Mm, maybe not. I mean, we got to see a little bit. Yeah, first. not out the gate, but like. Relax. Could, could be really good. Could be really could be. good. Could be. I, I don't think I'm as bullish. I don't think so, but we'll see. Yeah. Wolves, last last stop here on this yeah, train before we go. Holy ha, shit, dude. This pod's going to be like four hours. Yeah, it has to be. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's, long, not, it's long. not in our control. Uh, West Ham have <laughs> Diop, who probably won't play, and Masuaku, who yeah. keep an eye on, I guess. But that's all we can say about that. And then yeah, Wolves, yeah. yeah. So... Wolves are really interesting, right? Yeah, very interesting. So Cody doesn't really fit in a back four. He's always been really bad in any time I've seen him try and do that. So don't really know what they're going to do with him. Uh, left back is could be Marsal if Eight Nori plays like left mid. Or it's Eight Nori and he's an interesting pick. Semedo is really bad. Even Hoover at 4-0, like... Play been playing a bunch of preseason minutes like Lodge or whatever their new manager he didn't buy Semedo it's not his guy you know um, he's been playing him I mean it seems like he's going to be playing yeah I right, assume right so but I'm just saying yeah. like there's a lot of weird yeah. question marks um, I don't feel like I have a grasp of who the starting back for is maybe yeah. Saiz Boli but I don't know yeah, I mean, he's also been playing that guy Muscara, the, yeah. the center back they who's year, been, yeah. yeah, who's been, you know, from what I've been reading in preseason, playing well. But yeah, I mean, Marchal looks kind of interesting because yeah. he's kind of been playing left back, but then also, you know, wing back. I think they played with a few center backs, and he was playing left wing back the other game. But 
in general, this is sort of also similar to Palace with me, with what I'm hearing and how That's he's going to feel. Yeah, just playing more attacking, you know, more yeah. front foot. You know, they're going to be, I mean, probably doing a lot more forward pre- or more pressing up the pitch than we will, but, you know, just playing more attacking style. So, you know, yeah. defenders don't, doesn't feel like a place I want to buy. Eight Nuri was definitely the one I was like, well, yeah. I mean, if he's playing actually out of position, then, you know, I could, I, I mean, that's like yeah. Dallas, right? So, yeah. but it looks like. I don't think he will. Uh, yeah, it looks like that's just not going to happen, and he's going to just be a backup or a sub, or you know, once in a while he'll get he'll do the thing. But you know, yeah, we'll see. We'll have to see there. But couple, I think yeah, Wolves look like a wait and see to me. A couple of questions. Tim said instead of looking for a five zero or five five mid for the first bench slot, could one of the many decent looking four five defenders fill that spot this year, or even a rotating pair in a three four three or three five two on the field? And then Terp said every year we see four five defenders having periods where they score a ton of points. Should we stack up on the ones we think will do well from the start, or is this just a recipe for the infamous saga of wasted defender transfers? So, yeah, two very different questions there. Um, yeah, what do you what do you want to? Yeah, I mean, a four. I this is something I've thought about a lot because I've had Dallas and, like I mentioned on last pod, and a bunch of my tinkers as the first guy on the bench because I just wanted that to be an actual guy who could get points, um, like Supchek did for so many last season, but. Another thing I was thinking about is that just when you're starting game week one and your budget is only a hundred, it's a lot harder to take that for that extra mill as the first guy on the bench. And it just seems, yeah, it's a lot. And you're going to wild card out anyway. Like it's like, you shouldn't get that many auto subs from your, you know, game week one team. Like that should be mostly starters anyway. So I don't know. It seems like, there's a ton of four fives we like a lot. We just listed a bunch of them, and you know, four or five defenders. I like that. Yeah, it, it's probably more sensical to just save on those guys out the gates, and then you know, maybe our budget goes up. Whatever, a five or a five five emerges as a good bench guy, then we can talk about it and get him in. But like, yeah. I don't really, I'm not as compelled to start with a good like five five or up bench guy as my first on the bench. Yeah, yeah that sounds fine to me. Yeah. And what about the uh, Terps question? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the the main issue with that is, right, uh, the four or five defenders, like, you have to play the fixtures. So, you know, you you have, say, Trent, and then you have four guys who suck. You're not going to have, and you say you're starting two of those four, you know, you're not going to have, like, three where there are, like, three really good ones, right? You're going to have one who you never want to start, and then you have, you know, a couple iffies. But, you know, usually the guy on your bench, like, the third of your four or five guys does not have a chance at a clean. Yeah. Really. You know, if we're honest, right, maybe it's, like, a 10%er. Yeah. So, you know, you're not really, you know, that's that's not really, like, a good bench cover if you're hoping to get points, if you're just using your four or five, your discarded like four or five defender that doesn't make the starting lineup. So that that's usually how it plays out when I've done that before. Yeah. It could be a little bit different this year because we do have some four or five defenders on like actual like good teams. Arsenal leads. Yeah. yeah I right. mean, a Fafana. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that yeah. could be a little bit different. But yeah. I, I, for Terp's question, I personally like going with like the longer term four fives because they have a chance of just being playing like 33 games for your team in a season because you don't ever want to spend transfers on those guys. Right. Um, and I don't want someone who's like, they have t- two really good fixtures and then like you never want them or they're not nailed. Right. Not interested. So. Right, 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 right. Yeah. There's too many good ones to deal okay. with that. But let's talk about mids. 
All right. So what so are we doing? What price? Six, five and under. Oh my God. So many humans. I'm sweating. Yeah. I mean, we, we could take a break at any point. <laughs> any point we want to do some push ups or something, wake up a little bit. But um, yeah. <laughs> so Arsenal, we, we just For, have we to do We can't do the team. We Let's just do. Go, but right? we got, look at, we got this glob of six, five. Let's just go, baby. Okay, so you're just sorting by mid six five. Go. No, I mean we could have. I mean we sort by price. We're not savages, but yeah, you know, we don't well, have I to go. We don't have to talk about Willian. No, we don't. But I was just figuring if we're talking about soccer, we might as well also talk about Smith throw. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because it's six five and under. Oh my god! What do you think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, I don't like. I don't I actually don't like that. I'd rather okay, talk about the. It. I'd rather talk about the price point because I think people are more. You know, they're more interested in how like Saka compares to Buendia than you know which is the better Arsenal pick. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, let's do let's do that then. So Saka, six. Well, five. before we get to Saka Buendia, let's talk about Willian versus Trossard. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about Willian versus Lukash. Lukash versus Neto versus Willick. Um, Saka. <laughs> I wait and see. Don't need to say that much. I love okay. him. Probably not gonna be back. Gimmick four. So, yeah, like Norwich home. We'll look at him later. Get in. Get in there. Yeah. I do think that he's gonna be in our team for like long stretches of time. I agree. Though. We're higher so, than so him. Good. We're higher on him than most people. I would say. Yeah, definitely agree with that. I wish he was fucking nailed on starting right with Brentham because that's a fucking banker. That's a but. fuck fest, but it's, it's not to be. Yeah, not to be. So Buendia is really also one of these that have been frying my head. He's in so many teams. Is and he? I just, yeah, he's in like, well, I don't know at large, but I feel like in a lot of the teams that I'm looking at on Discord and stuff, yeah. but he's I mean, in like a lot of teams. 12.4 is still pretty high. Yeah, it's a lot for a fucking 6 million midfielder yeah. or whatever. But yeah, yeah. I'm like so not interested in him. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm completely like fucked out of my head and I'm missing something very obvious, but what do you what do you see with him? Do you, do you, are you in there with him? I haven't played with him in my team at all. I mean, I think the fixtures are probably driving his ownership up a, a bunch, you know, if you Watford, like Newcastle. Yeah, you like can't afford Jack or something and you want Watford, Newcastle, you know, Brentford, David but Brent. My whole thing is that like once Jack probably leaves then i i don't want him or ollie i just straight up don't want any part of them because we've seen so many times in the last 10 years the main man the guy who runs the entire attack blah 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 blah, leaves they spread the funds and try and replace him and it's not as good (laughs) but what about last season though i mean jack didn't play for the last half of the season and ollie was still returning every game and they were still doing their their numbers were way numbers were way way down but that doesn't mean that you know fpl players who are mid to low price picks aren't good picks though you know no it doesn't mean that but i i prefer backing a team that i expect to score goals and stuff i mean grafina yeah, exactly. And but okay. like listen, if Jack leaves, I do think that Buendia on paper is like a good like for like. Like I think they did a good job buying a good player, you know what I mean? And getting a good price for him. And I could see him being really good. I just I don't know. I I, I haven't played with him. 
I assume okay. you haven't played with him. I, I just... Well, I mean, I've been thinking about him, but I mean, I don't have like all these six, five million midfield spots on my team, and Rafinha right. hasn't left Rafinha for a long hasn't time. Moved my team yeah. either. I, but I it's just, just I, that's the thing that I'm confused about. Is I mean, are people buying Buendia like coming in, back in the league after he flopped badly with Norwich? Granted, different set of circumstances. Understood that, but like, are people buying Buendia over Rafinha, expecting like he's going to be better or is that just like oh the first three fixtures are better so that's all I'm doing because like derp to derp to derp yeah I assume it's the latter like they're just like well for Newcastle Brentford maybe he pops the fuck off and okay which is I mean that's fine another option also is like people have three leads not named Rafinha that's fine yeah that's also possible so that's also possible but you know I just think leads we can talk about Rafinha leads are just a top five attack in the league and you, you usually don't get the nailed best player on the top five attack in the league at six five. Yeah. That's actually no, never yeah. happened before. So Yeah, and I mean Rafinha at six five and we can't I mean Harrison's also six. I mean they're yeah. both you know, they both get goals and assists. I just feel like right, Rafinha has that maybe not even one, but like multiple gears ahead that he could probably click on. And, you know, Harrison's probably about at his ceiling right now, probably doesn't have much much room for improvement, so. even though, yeah. you know, 8 and 10 last year is incredible, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you yeah, take yeah. that every day of the week. If you can re- replicate that at $6 million, that's in, in tremendous value. But Rafinha is just so exciting to watch, and he's so fun to watch, and he's, he has some set pieces, and he has a lot a lot about him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, Rafinha has been, been in my team for, like, a really long time. I mean, he's yeah, probably it, gonna it's one of those stay. things where it's like, I test he's so exciting and bet so much better and on a per minute basis he's also so much better. Yeah. You know, in every way. And it's just like you said, the upside. I mean, they're both young, but Raf just seems like, you know yeah. one of them's getting linked to like Liverpool and the other's not at all. Yeah. You know? The other so, just like was bought for three million from <laughs> like, you know, MLS. From City. Yeah. Basically. So yeah. All right. I mean, we're, we're going to have to, obviously, we're not going to talk about every guy here, but... No, no, I think we're just going to pick on guys yeah, we'll, that we'll like, we on. think are interesting yeah. or whatever. So, I mean... Which is not Tielemans, Ward Prowse, yeah. <laughs> etc. Who is, you know, Deli, Deli yeah. Ollie. Yeah, I mean, it's, so it's, what you, it's a one to watch, right? I mean... Is it one to watch? Well, I don't City home know is the worst thing ever. Nailed. Yeah, well, first of all, they have the worst fixture in the actual league, game week one, but I also don't know if he's nailed. I mean... Well, Kane gone helps. If he's gone, yeah. Yeah. That should help. Um, but 6-5, yeah. though. No, it's crazy. It's six, crazy. It's definitely five? like alarms went off. Alarm bells are ringing, yeah. dude. 6-5? Yeah. yeah, no, it's psychotic. If he plays... He, there's no way he doesn't provide value at six five. There's no way. I love him, dude. Yeah, I I really like he's, him too. He's such a fucking weirdo too. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen his hair. This if he's got the pirate thing going, but I think he does. Oh god, that's unfortunate. Six five is actually though a, a really ridiculous a number. Crazy price. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's. It, it's like an experimental price. I feel like like they they've had opportunities to do this with other players in the past, yeah. and they just like have not done. Because I mean, like at whatever, but uh, he he should be probably like seven five just yes. to like hedge it Absolutely. in case it's like Absolutely. oh he support striker again, and that's like a fine price. But at six five, you know, if if he's doing the thing, 
and he's playing in the eight or the ten or whatever in that support role or you know whatever he's if he's playing six five is just a joke. Yeah, if they're like the only world where he's playing and not earning six five is if out of fucking nowhere Nuno's just like you're my defensive left midfielder. back or something. Yeah. yeah, like that's and he doesn't. Like Ali doesn't do that. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "Oh, you're you're gonna hold the space so Hoiberg can can get bomb forward." <laughs> yeah, like that's the only way. That, like, that yes, ever coach. So yes, basically, coach. what we're yes, saying coach. is, if he plays, like, just gotta gotta be in the side, right? Yeah, interesting. Very very interesting one to watch yeah, I, he's like my number pricing. one like most interested to see yeah you know, game week i don't give a shit what happens in the sitting but like second game at wolves like where and when is he doing things because yeah. if he looks like remotely decent i'm probably gonna try and snap him up yeah okay interesting yeah Delhi. very interesting i'm very interested in him um what do you i mean with bowen i don't know and anything there liverpool in terms of west ham in general i feel like the six O's, there's maybe something more there than Bowen. Okay. Well, let's um, just go there because we're in the six O's. Yeah, right yeah. Anyway. I was talking, you know. Yeah. Out Like, Bowen 6-5 is, like, okay. I'm ben Rama. Just, yeah, I'm looking at Ben Rama. Talk I feel like me. Ben Rama just has has a high ceiling. You know, his, his debut wasn't great, but he also flashed really a lot of skill and... He can finish, and he's popping off in preseason, and like he has potential to like play a lot of minutes, and you know get all those Lingard points and stuff like that. I just feel like he's really good, and you know, I'm interested. Okay. Six O, six O, a lot of potential to yeah. blow that away. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think Ben Rama is definitely an interesting six million midfielder to to keep an eye on. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a guy. They didn't uh, really they didn't really replace Lingard, so I mean they still have Yarmo. Yeah, I mean it's Yarmo. <laughs> <laughs> I love him, but I don't believe he's just yeah. so not a Moyes player. I know. It's sad he's just so good, but yeah. good things. We just can't have good things. Who else do you like? Grob six million. He started every game last season from game week 19 onwards. Yeah, I mean, he's... Started half the season. Yeah, he's... I I mean, he didn't have have that many returns. He only had 11 returns, but he's always good on bonus points, and he's a good player. You know, I mean, we watch him. He's he's very tidy, very good at knitting possession together, very good delivering that final ball. Yep. And, you know, when he plays, he typically is in and around, you know, their returns. So I, I think he is someone also actual on pens. Well, he took a pen last season at like yeah. towards the end. I think isn't Neil isn't Neil. I think Neil making? like missed. He missed. So his, he sucks. Yeah, I, I think that. OK, happened. yeah. If he's on pens, that makes it more interesting. I just thought he was like second or third in the order because I don't know. I mean, he took pens. Neil the, the took inaugural four last year and yeah. only missed one. But Grob took he was one. off the pitch a lot. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure like late into the season when they were still like fighting to not get relegated. Okay. I mean, he only had three goals one. last year, but yeah. I yeah. mean, I just think that he's, you know, if if you're looking at trying to cannibalize on the early fixtures, and you know, we know that Brighton have good ones, and yeah. that's the kind of manager you are. You know, Burnley, yeah. Watford, Everton, Bretham. Six gets, million. gets me every time. Brentham. <laughs> Six million. Grob. 
just good. He's just good, you know. I just yeah, so I, he's a good player. Neil, I took, think he's good. Neil took a pen in game week two, three, and seventeen. He only took oh, and I missed ten. So he took the four, but he didn't take another one after seventeen. And then, but Grob started taking him around then. He took one in game week twenty six, and he took one in game week thirty four. Did he score them both? No, he only scored the second one, the later oh, one. And a 2 0 win over Leeds. Get fucked. How can you miss a pen? Yeah, Tony Tony doesn't know about that. Uh, like, this is like me yeah. waking up, like, sweaty, you know, with like yeah. wine glasses and beer cans next to my bed bedside, past the deadline with Grob in my team. Yeah. Very, very ready for that. Yeah, I, I like what you said. I mean, it, if you're looking to exploit the Brighton fixtures, there's not that many options, you know, in, a, in the midfield and attack. There's almost none. So having like a defender and or Sanchez and or Grob for like just a short little run, maybe he gets a yeah. pen, some assists. I, I like mean, I, I, like I had Tross last year at the beginning and he did me very he, well. Yeah, he did very And I jumped off right at the right time when everyone was buying and he fucking tanked. It's funny because they're right. They're such a fucking meme, Brighton. Yeah. But like for you at the beginning of the season, for everyone else in the community, when they had their double and shit, like they came through for people. Or no, it wasn't a double. It was a blank. No, they f- yeah, they fucked the double bad. No, but it was their blank is what I'm thinking of last season when Veltman got me the 10. Yeah, right. And, and we had triple and, defense and, and people shit, were on and they cross. Were so good. He had like twenty yeah. points. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. come through in like maybe yeah. a more predictable yeah. manner than we're giving them credit for. No, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I do think that Mwepu is a very interesting name. I mean, they buy yeah. players like it's like they have to buy a singular human from every con uh, every country on every <laughs> continent. Like they can only have one. He's playing they, risk. Yeah. It's actually <laughs> it's astonishing. Just putting soldiers it's like, on yeah. every fucking country. Yeah. It's like Madagascar. Like, yes. It's like, like fucking Manchuria. Yes. Like, but Moepu is a really like creative, tricky outlet who, yeah. you know, they haven't had a player like that in a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know they've needed that. You know they've they've definitely yeah. needed someone like that. So it's going to be. I think it, he's gonna, he's an interesting player to watch. I think I th- people are going to get very like very quickly like get up on him on watching Brighton. He's, he's exciting, really really good, and going to make the whole team way better. Yeah. The only thing is, they still need the guy to put the ball in the net. Yeah, and Welbs is hurt again. Hey, and Welbs, nothing new there. Yeah, is obviously flagged. Yeah, so that's a problem. Yeah, no, and I mean that's because he's a, that's he's an issue. Progress the ball, you know, crosses. Yeah, assists, get the ball like to the guy stuff. to score, but the guy to score is the guy to who score is, is that? Yeah, Conley. Okay. Okay. When are people going to stop that shit? Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, who else? I'm looking blah, around. Blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I mean, Neto because it is a preseason, and we do. He's I just hurt, do. Though. He's hurt. I know, but you know, six five. Just don't forget about him because. You know, I mean, I think he was really good last year, and he's still really young, and he could just get better. So, you know, he's mm-hmm. someone we'll talk about again. But yeah, Trincao um, on Wolves is. Yeah, I don't know. I'm what very, a... very interested. Are you really? He, yeah, I really am. I mean, I'm wow. obviously not going to start with him because that's insane. Francisco Machado, Mota, De Castro, Trincao. It doesn't hurt. Do you want that? <laughs> doesn't you hurt want that? that that's that... the length of his name. I mean, it's mul- it could be multiple people. You could be buying three for one. 
he just has so much potential and has like in the few minutes he's played at top level in Champions League and top level at La Liga, he's just like been insane. Like elite yeah. dribbler. No one can stop like Robin esque. Like no one yeah. can stop him cutting into his right foot and he scores a lot of goals. Yeah. And I just kind of like, like a little wealthy. Yeah. And like he's six oh. He's nailed to right wing. Like they spent real money on him. He's a real fucking prospect. It's not just money he cuts laundering. on his left or his right. He's lefty, so he cuts, so he cuts on, on his, his left. left so yeah. Neto, when he's fit, will be left, and he'll be yeah. right. And, and Potence will be in the hole. I just think like real potential. Jim, one Jim to watch. will be just scoring fifty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and the reason I actually came to him is when you went on your gym rant. I was like, let me check out Wolves, and that's when I checked out the manager, and I was just like, yeah, they're fucking good, but. You know, they start with Leicester Spurs, Man United, Lincoln Wait, and then they have Watford, Brentham, Southampton, Newcastle, Villa Leeds. All right. I like him okay. a lot. But, All right, um, Trinke. I'm, I'm totally, I haven't seen him play once. So, yeah, I mean, I've just I'll be seen excited like to learn about very him. Very little. They, he played, he started for Barcelona in Champions League a few times when they played just shit teams in the group stage and stuff. Yeah. And he's just, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I want to know Harrison. We touched on. I want to know of the promoted sides who you like because you talked to the yeah. three guys well, about I promoted mean, teams. Yeah, I mean, Sar is yes. is a pretty like obvious name. Yeah. You, you, obviously, you wish he's five five, but at six million, you know, he's he couldn't have been five five. Though. No, I know. I'm just saying, you know, because yeah, he's yeah. you know we're we're talking about all these guys. I mean, how many of these guys are going to fit in your team, right? But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, you know, he's he's a really good player. The thing that I always have really liked about him, watching him a couple seasons ago, and obviously I didn't watch him a lot last year in the championship, is like when he gets into those byline positions or, you know, beating the man, his his precision of pass is very, very good. and Or he recycles possession very well. He doesn't do, you know, like the the Walcott or the Redmond thing where they just kind of, yeah. you know, lose the ball like and just... Yeah put it down a blind alley or something to turn it over. Right. Like he's very like intelligent with the ball, which I've always, I always admire in watching him play. And I mean, at 6 million, especially if Dini's not going to be on the pitch and he might be on pen sometimes, which could give him a few extra goals. You know, those, those kind of players who are just going to be first name on the team sheet, as long as he's fit, you know, you don't have to worry about him getting subbed or anything like that. Yeah. You know, that, that matters. And He's just really good. He's getting older and, you know, fitter and, and stronger and just better. So I think that SAR is like a really, really interesting pick at six million for Watford. It, you know, if you can, you'd like to wait to see a little bit of how they're playing. But if they are hitting on the counter and that's kind of what they're doing, then, you know, I think yeah, he, like he should their, get good points. I think that's their only option. I mean, they're, they're, that's like how they, that's how, they, how they're and built. That's how they're set yeah. up and they're defensive and yeah. they have so much pace. And that was one of the points I really liked that Bradley brought up was like, yeah, they're clearly just like buying pace. Yeah. Like that's what they're targeting and they're going to play on the counter. And absolutely. And we've long loved Sar. Like yeah. he's been no, a darling yeah. of ours for a very yeah. long time. Yep. Yeah, I, I actually think he's a really good pick. Like I, I, I think he's a great pick. I don't understand why he's six. Like the, the top, main man on the promoted team is always 6'5". In FPL history, for the last 10 yeah. years, they're always 6'5". Um, you know, if there's someone like this. And, yeah, I mean, he's going to play every minute. He's going to have, like, 40-plus, 50-plus goal involvement. That's just who he is for them. He's fucking dynamite, dude. All like, right. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, I've, I've... He's been one that, like, after listening to Bradley and, like, 
just doing a little of my own research I've been like very excited about. Um, what about anyone on Norwich or Brentford? Well, Wamo is my guy. He's your guy? Yeah. I didn't expect that. Let's go. Yeah, Tell me about it's, him. I mean, it's really hard for me. Like when I watch these little, you know, especially like French players or like, you know, yeah, Algerian yeah. players. Like when I watch these little guys and they have all the techers and they, you, you know, they do the these just like yeah. ridiculous, like just like these controls and like these, you know, slow, like you know, passes like breaking lines and stuff. I just, I can't help myself when I watch that. And I mean, Buemo is just a fucking goal scorer. Yeah. He's a donger and he's just so fucking ridiculous to me watching him play his skills and his shit is, I mean, I've seen like, maybe I think I'd probably watched like five or six games of him playing. And and then obviously I've, you know, done the requisite, you know, YouTube compilation (laughs) highlight. Wank session. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he's, I think, and the other attraction is that he's 5'5", five, five, right? And, you know, we we look at this Brenham team, and they don't have a million names, and obviously Tony is, you know, where it all ends. But, you know, Boimo is, is if they're at halfway deep, if they're not going to get automatically relegated, he's going to play well this season. And we should know, you know, fairly quickly, you know, what that looks like, because, you know, they're obviously not buying anyone, and, and you know, they don't have a replacement for him. He's... Yeah. He's he is like the Buendia of Norwich last year or whatever. He's like the the creative guy. He's going to be the danger man and he's so fucking fast and good with the ball at his feet running yeah. at pace in the counterattack which is, you know, what I expect Brentford to be doing. And you know, I I just envision, you know, Tony filling the lanes and Wemo either either passing it to him for a fucking tap-in or blamming one in because the defense is giving him too much space. Right. And I just imagine him, you know, just doing a lot of really beautiful things this season. Yeah. And I'm I'm just I'm really really excited about watching him play. He's, he's definitely like my most most exciting player of like the in the in the in the promoted side teams or, you know, in this entire bracket of like the 6 million like these kind of more unknowny type guys. Yeah, like guys. the punty guys. And it is, you know, if he was six million, I would be a lot less excited about him from it's, an FPL standpoint. But it's five really five hard is so cheap to compare him and Sar. I think that's like so hard. Yeah, I'm having which, a hard time wrapping my head around it. Yeah, I think I agree. I think it's extremely hard, which means you know the point five is the loudest thing. That's yeah, yeah it's it's, it's so significant. Yeah, and I, I yeah I, I just feel like he's he's the kind of player that could finish up with like eight and ten. You know. With good bonus points and and just like wow, this guy's and he's still young, you know, he's still really yeah. young. He's he's yeah. he has room to improve. I just feel like he's an absolute player. I, I think he's so good. So he's my guy right now. I think he could do like a Cantwell. I mean, obviously he's not four or five, but yeah. and Cantwell fell off. But like when Cantwell was that late runner, that goal scorer. Yeah, that, I mean, when, I think they're very North different players. But I get, I I know what you mean. Yeah, just that cheap guy who just like has that upside of double digit goals. Yeah, like Like, I think it's not like he's gonna shoot a lot and stuff like that. But he's just like class, and he's gonna be in good positions and stuff. Yeah, like I think you could start him every week. The thing with just trying to think about him and Sar because I think it's like a good comp is like Sar, Watford, and Sar are gonna do everything to just defend and if they get a lead they're gonna defend even deeper and yeah there might be opportunities in the counter but it's gonna be like you have to beat 
three guys to score because no one there's going to be up with you at that point in the game. Whereas, yeah, Brentford might suck and might just you know concede a billion goals and get relegated instantly. But based on how they've attacked the last two years in the championship, they have an identity and like they're good at creating chances and like at least at the beginning of the season you would think they'd come out and score score some goals in that leads way maybe they'll have to change and adapt you know so yeah i'm kind of talking myself into that a bit i mean yeah yeah and i mean they're opening fixtures you know they're not like that kind they don't have any of the promoted teams or any like the bottom you know 15 but arsenal palace villa brighton wolves i mean they're not if they're not like nightmares, I, I don't know. They're just I mean, middle I, of I the don't, pack, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure if, if I'm like, I've been looking to try and figure out a way to put him like on my bench as like the shield because I don't think I want to like start with him. I could like, do in that my 11. Because I've had Dallas and yeah. like I could just click a couple buttons and I have Mesley instead of Dallas and I have Buemo first on my bench. And yeah, like it. I think that like putting Buemo in there makes more sense just because you have a similar, you know, floor with like a upside of Mares. Right. Like, I don't yeah, think Mar- that that's oh, insane. Mar- like, that's actually the name that I was thinking about. With yeah, Trincao, like I don't think. Trincao, not with- but I think even with him, I like I don't think that. 14 and 8 is impossible for him. Like, he's so fucking good. Yeah, I mean, you know, Mara's breakout season was 17 and 11, but like, you know, not not the best midfielder in the game this season, but, you know, I mean, having like a 175, I think that's attainable for him. I think think he has the skills. Yeah. Okay. Love that. Love that. Um, I'm looking around. What about? Uh, do you have anything about Death Row? Because I'm, I'm, I don't think I can see clearly with him after owning him for so long last year. Do you, do you think there's anything there? He's five five. I mean, that's. I want to see more from him before I feel good about it. I want to see where he's playing. Is he attacking more? Is he more? You know, a part of their goal scoring. <laughs> like, I first of all, I don't know who's going to be striker for them. There's all these like OBS problems. Saka's probably not going to be fit. Like, I just am like, ah, I'm just waiting on that. I'm not really interested from the get-go, even though I like the player. Um, you know, Rashika's another promoted guy who's like, yeah. I mean, he's filling big shoes. bundia has gone, but he's nailed the left wing. You know, he, he has goal-scoring right, pedigree. Right, at, at, think, right? Or, yeah, okay. Yeah. But, like, he has goal-scoring pedigree. He's done it. You know, he's an interesting guy. There's not. There's not a Can ton you talk more. about Dallas a little bit more? Because you were talking. I mean, I didn't well, understand that at all. So it wasn't necessarily just him, but it was more the idea of just I want a five-five. Well, I want a nailed guy who has actual upside. And so, at the beginning of tinkering season, to me, that was Dallas, who's going to play every single minute he's fit. And, you know, I mean, he played half, half or more of the season at left back last season. He's not going to play left back this season. Um, he's really just one of those guys who I feel like pretty comfortable being like he strikes a ball better than the average player strikes a ball kind of guy. You know, like, I don't think he was just like lucky and hot last season. I'm like, yeah, he's he's just good. Um, so it was more just a matter of me thinking like I remember last season being like, Suchek was so good for my brother's team. 
he played he subbed on auto subs so many times just by being first on the bench and scoring as many points as he scored. How do I do that? You know, like I have Mara, I've had Mara's in my tinkers. Like I, this guy's gonna play, no question. You know, especially if I start with like someone like Mara's and Antonio or something like that. So that's that's really where the thinking began. But honestly, like someone commented this and talking about it now, and like I said, I haven't been tinkering that much. I don't think you want to spend a lead spot on a bench guy; they're just too valuable. So I don't yeah. like it as much as I did at the beginning. And all of these guys that we're talking about right now who are also nailed and have upside are the same price. So, you know, I can I could cover the same thing with an Embuemo um, that I was hoping to get from Dallas. Okay. You know, it's, yeah. it's not as nailed. You know, Dallas leads are way, way, way better than what we know of Brentford right now, but it's possible. So, you know, yeah. uh, that okay. that's all the thinking it was. Is, but like I said earlier, also with the defenders, I don't really feel the need to do that from game week one. It seems like a million that I could spend better probably. On the pitch. When our, yeah, when our budget's 100, I'm like, I don't really need to do this yeah. now. So that's not, that, okay. those are the things I've been thinking about in that regard. Okay. Okay. Um, I feel like uh, Phrase could be a little bit of a guy to think about this season. Meh. I don't know. I, I feel like he's got a big, big chip on his shoulder. I feel like after the last couple of seasons, he hasn't How really played big? much. I mean, he, he's very he's little. He's small, but it could if be the, bigger if, than him. If the chip is too big, he's, he's going to collapse. Yeah, but I don't know. He's back down to 5'5", five, five where you know he played his best football before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he's he's been doing some things in preseason a little bit, and I don't know. I just, I just, I think that we forgot about him, you know, rightfully so, because he's been diabolical the last couple yeah. seasons. But yeah, I mean, when he's good, he's good, you know. And I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Just, just saying for one minute there, and yeah, Yarmo. I still just have to mention Yarmo. I mean, he. It, what the fuck is happening with Yarmo? He's so good. We watch him play for Ukraine. He's not he's a Moisey. Just, he's not he's a Moisey an guy. unplayable human. Like, yeah. is he just going to be fucked to fuck yeah, land this year gonna, again? He's not going to play. Yeah, it sucks. There's no way he's going to play. All right, it sucks. Um, the last guy that I think I'm going to mention is Elise Palace boy. No, I mean, come on, he's just a little just, child. It's just a guy to watch. Yeah, 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 he's, yeah, yeah. He's supposedly really, really fucking good. And if they're playing this expansive attacking football, who who the fuck knows what they're actually going to play? So you're not going to mention Kaita? No. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, until he strings a few games together, it's not worth mentioning. Yeah, I, I, I re- do. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say I really don't know. And you know, fireside chat tomorrow maybe will help me figure that out. Who's going to play? You know, the the majority of the third midfield role for Liverpool. I don't know, but. We're probably not going to spend a Liverpool spot on like a not nailed central midfielder, so that's not yeah. what I'm talking about. I uh, I do want to just give one moment's discussion about uh, Nathan Tella. Okay, at Southampton, he's five million, and okay. you know he he was good last year in limited minutes, and yeah. you know, he's, he he's been forward playing, a little bit. Yeah, he's been playing well in preseason. He's been playing with Che up top. You know, kind of. You know, they they've got you know a handful of guys up there, but 
you know, we, we obviously expect Ings and, and Che to be up top for them, you know, yeah. come season season start. You know, whether or not Ings is there, you know, in a few weeks, we don't know. But, you know, Redmond and... and uh, Theo. And Theo are, are fucking awful. And he's been playing Stu in a six next to Mummy Romeo. Yeah. So there's some, you know, leeway. JWP's hurt, right? JWP's hurt, yeah. I mean, there's some leeway and and some, you know, room for for spots up there. And I don't know, Tello's just someone who, you know, is a live wire, has a lot about it. He's really hard to deal with, you know, draws foul. He's just, just, I I think I've, again, watched him very minimally, but... You know, there's there's a player in there, and you know, five million is interesting, I think. And you know, for for Southampton when they do attack a lot, you know, or even when they're hitting on the counter, you know, he's got pace about him, and he's he's a good player. So I think that he's an interesting five yeah, million shot. Also, I could be off. My like barometer could be off on Southampton, but I'm I just look at their squad, and I'm just like, what the fuck are they up to? Like, I they get. I honestly yeah. look at their squad. I'm like, they're just getting worse every year. Yeah, they and just, they still stay up every year, though. That's the thing. I don't get yeah, it. Yeah, but either. they drop further and further down the yeah. table while they're doing it. You know, if they like losings yeah. and just they're just cool. Yeah, Che and Tella up top for the season, which. Yeah, they could go down. Yeah, I, I'm just like waiting for the wheels to fall off almost. Yeah. No, that's fair. When are they going to replenish? They used to be the kings of replenishing, you know, the talent. And they just don't ever do it anymore. Yeah, they don't. Uh, All right, forwards. Woo, that was Ooh. big. All right, there's less forwards, I think. Yeah, um, should six, we just five, start with right? Tony? Yeah, six five. Yeah, let's. Should we let's just start do with Tony? Because thirty-one point two percent owned Ivan Tony, the second highest owned forward in the game, and like the fourth or fifth highest owned player. Full stop. Yeah. Holy shit. Um, Rory said, is Tony a bad pick and why is the answer yes? And then Rody followed up and said, same question as Rory, but why is the answer no? And then the Hardly Boys said, Tony seems like a trap, right? Inevitable price drop when he doesn't score in the first two game makes with such high ownership. <sighs> what the fuck, dude? What is yeah. this ownership? What is this ownership? You know, it's... I've been thinking about it over the last couple of weeks. Like, why is the ownership so high? And yeah. I, I really just can't come up with any good reasons because I think it's because there's no one else. There's no one else at the six, five bracket. That's what I mean. Yeah. But I just gravitate towards the cheapest nailed guy who the best scored 500 goals less. But like, then I'm just like, well, why, why do you, why are so many people in this bracket? Like, is it that important that they have like Luke Shaw? You know, I mean, who's not fit to start game one? Like, who who are people? I, why yeah, can't think, people snip a million to get one of the surefire things? Yeah, I, I mean, you joke about Shaw, but yeah, I think that is... Is Luke right. Shaw a joke to you? <laughs> I think that is what people are doing, right? They're stretching the extra mil to Sun. They're stretching the extra yeah. mil to, okay. you know, I don't know who. Cavani, or like, I'm not sure who, but... I think that is what I mean. You, we know how it goes. We know how it At goes. Every minute that gets closer to the deadline, you are looking to shave 0.5 here and there until you just end up with an unrecognizable <laughs> 11 and you're like, yeah. how did I even I get mean, here? I mean, I'm still looking for a 4 million midfielder. Yes. Like they'll add him to the, the U16 team from Fulham. They'll add him last second and we'll get, well, I'll get a 4 million mid. It's just. I think right, that's a large that. part of it, but also is, you know, the Brentford story. I think a lot of yeah. people like romanticize that and right. his, his goal scoring record going from league to league is just like monster halls, their style of attack, yeah. decent fixtures. Yep. 
It's all that stuff, you know. So I mean, where do you land on him? I haven't had my. I haven't have not had him on my team for one minute. Me neither. Um, so why are we wrong? Because you know that thirty one percent of the public does not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've thought about it, and you know, I don't feel very comfy as comfy with the seven fives, especially if Jack leaves. I'm gonna be. You know, maybe flirting with someone like Tony because I might get rid of Ollie in that moment. Um, I mean, you still have Ollie. Yeah, I think he's going to score goals. Like I have he's no not reason. Score zero. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll score probably around like mid teens, fourteen, fifteen, or something. If it's fourteen, fifteen. They should be on our team. Yeah, I mean. Could be the moment we talk ourselves into it. I mean, oh my god, I compare, I'm not ready for this. I compare it to this. Pookie scoring 11 two seasons ago, and he like broke his toe in like game week 20 something and didn't score for the last 15 games of the season, basically. And he finishes on 11. And like Tony's got that, they've got the like heavy metal all out attack, create a ton of chances style. His record's incredible, he never misses pens. Does sort of seem fairly obvious that he's gonna be decent. Um, how decent? I don't know. If like last week when we were talking about Ali and you know Jack would seemed like maybe more staying at that point, I felt so much better about the seven fives then that I thought it was worth the extra mil. You know, I look at like an Ali, a Jim. Antonio, Antonio his opening four fixtures, I'm like, yeah, they can fucking hat trick. Like they can do stuff that I don't think Tony can do really. You know, unless, you know, he's home Norwich or something. But as those dominoes have sli- like slowly been falling, I'm like, yeah, maybe, you know, they're not as good. They're not as reliable. Like Antonio's gonna get hurt and Ollie's losing Jack and I you know, whatever it is. There's more and more reason to just go Tony, probably. I mean, there's not that many arguments against him, I feel like. Is that crazy to say? Uh, I mean, no. I, I think where you're coming from is a good place, but I still just am more concerned about, you know, with Brenham is he's, if they stop him, then then it's probably going to be an easy game to win. And, you know, he's obviously a unit and he likes the battle and he does the things, you know, watching, watching him, you know, his highlights in the championship, like he, he doesn't back down from a fight, but yeah, I feel like that's why I also, I, I like Buemo a lot is that I feel like the defenses are going to be game planning around Tony and, sure. you know, sticking to on him or whatever, where, you know, then that's going to free up some space for some of the auxiliary, like, droners, like like Buemo, to be able to blam some in or, right. you know, do the other bits. I don't know. I, I just feel like, you know, these teams that come up from the championship, like, yeah, sure, they're, they're supposed to be creating a lot. But, you know, how much does that actually happen when they play in the Premier League? You know, I, I just don't know. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm always I mean, skeptical about that. Oh. I I think Leeds we shouldn't really it's compare not fair. because it's not fair. It's a different they're, they're category, a different breed. But I don't think the Norwich comparison is that bad. Like obviously no, they I, got I, relegated, they fell yeah. off really badly. Yeah. But for half a season, they scored goals every game. Like they, yeah, were they legit. did. They scored a few. A and game. Pookie yeah. was similarly. You know, you would think 
shut down because he's the guy doing all the stuff and but he, he just still scored wasn't. on the half turn and you know, yeah and the, play, the yeah. thing also that i'm just thinking while you were saying that is like who the fuck is game planning for brentham <laughs> they're not they're thinking about the chelsea game the week after like whatever the fuck yes. like they're not like how are we gonna shut down this game that we're supposed <laughs> to just win you know like yeah i mean is he so is he just such an obvious because this is the other the other side of the coin is that the cheap forward who's just starting on the best team, they come up, they always shit their price. Like Bamford last year was obviously mispriced. Like Jimenez when, Jimenez, when he came up, you know, I mean, is Tony going to just follow that mold where it's just like, yeah, he, might do. he was priced at 6'5, but he was really performing like an 8'5, you know, attacker because he got all the bonus points and did all right. the things. Yeah, I mean, he might. Uh, yeah, Ollie, Ollie started at what, six last season? Six. Some, yeah, six five was it? You know, you, you know, Brentford's not Aston Villa, but still, it's like, yeah. I mean, he blew the six, fucking yeah, doors six. off that, like, yeah, absolute joke of that price, you know. So the other thing too, I, Bri, I forgot I wanted to mention this earlier, but Bry was talking. We were talking, you know, chatting FPL on Discord with Bry as, as per <laughs> <laughs> the ownership, you know, argument about owning. You know, he's in a th- literal third of the teams, yeah. like it. How so? Then it comes down to to me's. I, we didn't really get too involved in like what does that mean necessarily. But to me, when I when I look at that, I, it's like, how convinced am I that you know, if thirty three percent of the, pl- the the players in the game have picked this player, that I'm like that much by that much more degree of certainty that like my other pick is like that much better. I'm nowhere near. I have that no level. idea. Like that's, I have no That's what clue. I was talking about with the wisdom of the crowd yeah. last week, right? It's like. I don't like this. There's I no, I love this. He's in my team. Like I just like put him in. I mean it feels good to like reason it out in my head. So No, he's in my team with Richie and Blamo and Yeah, what could go wrong? Um Yeah, no, I don't feel that way about any of the seven fives, especially out the gate. You know, like maybe Jim after the fixtures or maybe they won't sell Jack or Antonio. Antonio is really good. I think I think I feel best about him yeah. before they have Europa while everyone, including him, is fit. Yeah. Boom. Like the other guy, maybe we can transition off of Tony from this that I'm looking at because <laughs> just because there's been so many rumors of him going to West Ham is Tammy, who I just think is the number one guy that I'm like, if he goes anywhere, he's like nailed on my team. Like if he just goes to a team and he's the starting number nine, like I nailed on my team like he's so good yeah i mean i i agree with that completely i, I mean he's a 20 goal striker to me yeah i, I like, just think if, he's if he so plays, good yeah if he plays 3,000 minutes for any premier league team he will score 20 goals yeah. whether it's on set pieces West or Ham, transition Brighton, or ticky tech yeah i don't whatever care where it he is. is he's gonna I mean, fucking dong and i you know brighton is the perfect team to me oh you know if, if you if you jam him up top at brighton 20 goals a fucking million percent. Way poo, Easy. Fucking, like, just, yeah. oh my God. Easy 20 goals. So, yeah, I, I like that shout, but we're, you know, premature here August 2nd. You know, he, yeah, he has yeah, to move, obviously. Um, you know, other 6'5 guys, you know, we have we have Neil, Mops, you know, nothing really <laughs> yeah. to talk about there. Dra- Dragon Breaker says, should we all own or at least consider a forward that's ranked 10th for threat, 
Seventh for creativity, and it's priced at a generous six five. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Get in, Neil. Pentecchio joke. I, uh, Rodrigo's interesting, I think, though. Rodrigo Moreno. He's, Rodrigo's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, he's kind of like 10 support striker, like somewhat yeah. whatever his job is, not too sure, but yeah. six five. That's what I would call it. Like, he plays off Bamford. Yeah, like support striker. Yeah, I mean, striker. he's yeah. just Deli Ali. Just he plays for Leeds, and he's a forward instead of a midfielder, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be a really, really good pick. You know, I mean, he could really eclipse Bamford. He's also really good on bonus points. He's just really lively. Shoots a lot. You know, he Bamford does a, a lot. Ton of goals yeah. at the end of the season. Too. Yeah, and a very small amount of minutes. Yeah, and you know, Bamford does a lot of linking and like, you know, running around diag- like you know, taking some defenders and doing yeah. this or that. Yeah, Rodrigo just like and stuff. Yeah. does not give a shit about any of that. He just tries to shoot. He's and score. very direct. Yeah, yeah, very direct player. So. I think Rodrigo is someone to definitely monitor. You know, I mean, if and especially if they don't buy, you know, they could still buy. They haven't bought money. You know, they haven't yeah. they haven't done much in the in the business other than junior fair post. So, if they don't buy anyone in that central, you know, attacking area or, or yeah. support striker area, you know, he could be really good. I he think he could be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Why the Look hell is six. Why the hell is Saint Max six five and a forward? Uh, it doesn't. I don't want to talk face. about that. Do you think Pookie at six is a a thing? I'm. It's surprising that he's six and not six five, but I I like it. I mean, yeah. he's uh, he's underratedly safe and solid. Like it's rare that you're gonna get a six and be like he's gonna play three thousand minutes. He's gonna hit dip, double digit goals. Because yeah. that is what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um. I just like his ceiling. I think is pretty low. Whereas like, I feel like Tony. Just to compare promoted strikers is is much higher. I think I agree completely. I mean, and you know, we can also wait. We have these four, first four fixtures, which are ridiculous yeah, for Norwich. Like they start with Liverpool, City, yeah. Leicester, Arsenal. But then you know they have a really really good run. You know, at six million, yeah, like you mentioned, if if you're you're telling us that he's going to have, you know. I think last year when he was up with 14 total returns is like the rock bottom. I can't imagine him doing worse than that unless he gets injured because yeah. he was he, injured for like half the year. He did get year. injured. Yeah, yeah exactly. Said, he literally broke his toe yeah. on his shooting foot, I think. And, you know, it looks like he should be in the, you know, 15 to 18 total return area. He's going to be good value at six, he's, even if they're going to be value. the worst team in the league. He's still going to he's going to score seven... He's going to score six, seven point goals. And you know the bonus points are going to be there. Never going to keep clean sheets. So, yeah, I don't know. Pookie at six is also an interesting name. It's I good. think we, we can't they, forget about it. That's a real, that, that, as far as like pricing, that's maybe my favorite uh, price in the game because if yeah. they paid it, made him six, five, I would just, no one's like, ever, eh, on, yeah, no one's an ever on him. Yeah. Their odds on to get relegated. They lost their best player and didn't replace him. I mean, Rashika, whatever, but. Yeah, six zero is. He's, yeah. how I don't see how he's not value. I just don't yeah. see. No, that I agree. World. I agree completely. Com- but it, completely it also agree. feels so irresponsible and risky to be like, cool. Yeah, I'm going to start with like Pookie, Tony, and three double digit guys in midfield or something, and then one of them isn't so good, and you can't transfer out, and it's just like I don't know if you want to go there. Yeah, but. I don't know. I mean, I think with the latest Kane situation with Son, you know, stepping forward to be like, hey, like I'm a real contender to 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 score 200 plus points this season. You know, maybe that's the kind of sacrifice you have to make. Can, I don't know. You can definitely get there. You can make yeah. a good team if you back these promoted forwards, and it sounds like we both do, honestly. Um, 
Yeah, I think that, I mean, I do in general over the long haul with Pookie, but I definitely think that, you know, yeah, Liverpool, first, City, Leicester, Arsenal, yeah, he probably rough. won't score a point. Yeah. So rough. you don't you don't want that. I mean, in one point, they'd be absolutely flying. Well, buzzing. <laughs> Jerry, in. Um, anyone else? I mean... Well, we talked a little bit about Jao Pedro on the, yeah, uh, yeah, on yeah. the pot, you know, 5-5. Five, five. He's just a tricky Brazilian. Wait and see. You know, good. Wait and see. Good guy. But, no, I mean not really. I don't. I don't think anyone in the five-five bracket looks good. I mean, you know, we have Smashley Barnes popping up. We have some guys that you know, if other players get injured, that they could you know step forward and you know fill a role. But in general, uh, you know, not not really anything there. Are I don't Wolf think still to talk playing about. around with two up top? Like, is there a chance it's Jim and Fabio Silva up top? Uh, I mean, he's he's playing around with it, yes, but you know, I I, I think. It just doesn't really make sense in terms of the you know overall functional functionality of the team because yeah. the the midfield just like isn't good enough and I think they'd probably be too much of a sieve like going back if if they do play both of them up top and I mean Jim Jim doesn't probably really need him I feel like you just get in his way like you want more width with with yeah. with wingers right this is Tinker FPL Tinker Taka's question on Twitter he said. What are your thoughts on budget strikers versus the premium keepers and defenders? I feel like everyone's in love with Tony, but surely City defense keeps more cleans than Tony scores goals. Do you yeah, go with the proven players to start? No, I mean, this is like the most, I think, like fallacy way of like viewing your game yeah. week one team and just viewing FPL in general of, you know, yeah. what's going to happen over 38 game weeks. Obviously, you know, City are going to keep Diaz 17 cleans or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not in question, but. You know, like the the points per million breakdown shit of you know when they come and you know looking at the fixtures like that all that shit matters, and you know you're not going to hold Diaz from gimmick one to gimmick thirty eight, and also but, the difference between a six million defender and a four five defender. Who, yeah. There's tons of good four five defenders versus the difference right. between a six zero forward or midfielder and a four five is like, well, there's right. no four five players gonna play over like 200 minutes and right. then four or five midfielders are just dms who don't ever do anything right and i think you know another interesting way to look at it is that yes it's easy to sit here like game before game week one and saying like the promoted striker ivan tony will not get more total returns than like ruben diaz right yeah but the alternative of that is like ivan tony scores 200 fantasy points and, you know, it's not going to take 18 game weeks to find out if he's going to be on that path, right? It's going to take like four. Yeah. So, you know, if you if you buy a ticket early and you see kind of how they're playing, what he's doing, what's happening, you could just ride that wave. You know, you could get lucky. You know, you want to put yourself in a position to get lucky. That's the thing. Hey. From the who got the assist. I haven't listened, but that's a who I, got I, the I mean, assist. I've never listened to any of their episodes, but never, I, I, never I love that saying. Anything FPL, but that was a thing from their, <laughs> I think, most recent or second recent podcast where yeah they said you just there's so someone much luck in FPL it, right? yeah someone tweeted it at us like you want to yeah. put yourself in a position to get lucky and I yeah we both were just like yeah. yes I love that it, yeah I mean it, no it was in reference getting... to you saying you you want to start with players you like because you'll have a higher tendency of keeping them longer and Which like the idea worse, of keeping but them I get I like the charitable, no, yeah because keeping you know, them longer puts yourself in a position to get lucky because this yeah. game to game is impossible to predict basically. Yeah. 
But I think that's like, you're not putting yourself in a position to get lucky by owning DS. It's like, oh, six. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. two, yeah. eight, seven. Oh, wow, City. What? Guys, like City's defense is so good. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, we know what they're going to be doing, but... You have you know, Diash and Obafemi, and we have like Tony and Ailing. Yeah, and like, we get yeah. fucked, you know, if <laughs> that goes points. that way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of different ways to look at it, but yeah, I think it's all you know that, and that's the thing why this game is so fun is that you know there are so many different ways to look at you know yeah. the same question, which yeah. you know there's, there's no right way, obviously, but it's right. I mean, our way is right, obviously, but other than that, you know. Last Should, question. Lastly, yeah, let's get out of here. We're Holy almost, shit. Two, We're almost hours. two hours, dude. That, maybe longest ever. Last <laughs> question is Liam. He said, how many 4-5 players feels like the right amount in each position? Also, should we have any 4-0 defenders? Is there an argument for having two? <laughs> I don't think it's patently wrong to like go in with a riskier team knowing you're going to wildcard in the first couple months or something like that. I mean, how many? How, what, what kind of upgrade are you getting by having two four million defenders? I though? don't really know. That's that's a harder <laughs> question to answer. Yeah. But if that's how you get Mara's to Sun, and you think that Sun is all right, a two thirty player, and Mara's is going to get rotated as usual, and yeah, maybe it's good. All right, know. all right, all right. But how many four fives in the right amount in each position? I mean, well, defense. There's no wrong answer. Yeah, it's like more than Marrier in DC. Yeah, it could defense, be zero. Except for like Trent. Yeah. <laughs> Midfield, I mean, we'll probably all two. have at least one. I mean, this question's trash. It's just what formation are you playing? It's just what formation. All right. Can we um, stop potting? I think we can stop potting. Let me slap right. asses. We did get yeah. new signs. We got a bunch. So good job by them. We, got we didn't even mark it for this one. Yeah, I mean, after this two-hour-long pod, we're going to just be flying. We're going to get so deletions. Delete, yeah. delete, delete. <laughs> too long, too long. Couldn't stand it. Uh, Skinny J, Jal Harapath, Nikolai Halverson, Jack Lyons, Casper Klitt, Anders Longva. Casper Klitt? Casper Klitt, KK. Anders Longva, Alex, Matt Elbers, and Luke Innes. Let that ass get in there. Thanks for signing up. Holy shit, dude. That was a fucking marathon. I don't know. I, I don't remember anything we said except Tony's in my team, so I guess that's good. Uh, any last words? Tony Marshall? <laughs> Not that guy. See you tomorrow, buddy. See you tomorrow, bro. Check us out at FMLPL.com. Follow us on Twitter at FMLPL. Support at Patreon.com. Slash FMLPL. Subscribe. Rate and review. Cheers.